gather round, friends, new and old, and welcome to the Roast and Toast podcast. We are your hosts, Jenny, Philip, and David. Well, hello. Oh. And uh, get, coming up on New Year's or just had New Year's. I don't know when the episode lands, but happy New Year either way. <laughs> happy old year and happy New Year. Yes, yes. Happy New Year, old year to both of you as well. Yes, this this particular episode will be coming out before the New Year's. I think next week. Next week's obviously then will be in the New We're Year. We're recording yes, this, yes. We will be on the mm-hmm. precipice. Yes. Yes. How was everyone's Christmas? So, okay. uh, yeah, that's the obvious question. Philip, you go first. How was your Christmas? Christmas was delightful. I had some very tender presents this year received, which uh, was... It's not always a given. What Sometimes did you lot, get? What did I get? I had a friend do a, a, a custom card. Like, it was, uh, it was a standard card on the outside, but inside there was a, a long soliloquy. Oh, there wow. There was uh, some illustrations of... of as this was would, from a friend? Yes, from a friend, yes. There were some images that uh, went over our best one-liners that, you know, uh, any any theatrical person or dramatic person would, would have with the friend group. So, uh, uh, so it'll be nice as a time capsule. You know, I, I always wonder... I, I'm curious, do you guys keep Christmas cards, birthday cards, the like. How, like, do you keep those? How long do you keep those? And then I guess most importantly, where in the hell do you keep those? Because I move <laughs> around a lot. So that's always my, like, I'm like, God, I really would like to keep this, but after a while, it just seems like a lot. Do you guys, do you guys have the similar problem? Well, I try to... I do. Yeah. Go ahead, David. Yeah, I mean, I, I just, I simply do. I... <laughs> keep things because I'm like oh this was such a nice birthday card and look at all the nice messages and then I will keep it on a shelf and then eventually it'll end up in a box and it'll never be looked at again and some of them I look back on and I'm like ah it wasn't that special and then I'm like okay I'm gonna throw it away now and I have to bring myself to do that but I get too sentimental about crap <laughs> and not that a birthday card is crap but it it's it's significance certainly diminishes over time Yes. I do have a a list of criteria when it comes to saving cards. Like if it's a simple exchange of like a gift card or something and it says happy birthday, then yeah, okay, that's that's something I won't keep. But if it's like someone, if a group of people took the time to write messages in it and sign their names and all this like hard work is put into a card, I will keep it for an extended period of time. Or if it's a card from a long passed away relative, then I'll keep it because it's a memory of them providing this gift to you other than that if it's a, a simple card from someone i don't usually keep it david how was your christmas my christmas was good i was feeling a little sick which no. was unfortunate but i got to see my family after uh, a long while and i got to see nicole after a long while and that was very nice i got some nice gifts i got a little coffee uh cafetier french press thing oh nice I got I got a, a, a ice cube mold that makes golf ball big large golf ball like oh I've seen ice, those ice they're cubes. really big big yeah. cube yeah. things I've they're seen like those spherical mm-hmm. yeah it's not it's not for like a golf lover because you're not a golf person though right it's just I'm that's certainly just no it's for cocktails shape. okay it just happens to be the shape yeah it's okay. just for for cocktails it's nice to have a large cube yeah if, or not cube ball. <laughs> uh, um, and what else I got oh uh, Nicole gave me a, a, the hot Your ones girlfriend. yes my girlfriend Nicole <laughs> um, 
I just I I I I don't know at what point do I stop referring to her as my girlfriend. It's almost like David. I'm my girlfriend. <laughs> David, um, it's always somebody's first episode sometime. Right. <laughs> Potentially, we never know. Somebody can yeah. start their journey new at any point in time. May I suggest that, that we soon have a Valentine's Day episode with all of well, our... Well, hopefully they'll they'll just figure it out from context, maybe. Anyway, she gave me the hot, like a Hot Ones hot sauce set. <gasps> oh, uh, that's For sick. chicken wings. Are you, are you a Hot so we're Ones gonna do... viewer? Is that, is that I, I mean, I, not avid, but I do love hot sauces. You love hot sauce. So, okay. So it's, yeah, it's, but I do, I do like watching hot ones as well every now and then. I watch it more for, actually, I don't know. Do I watch it more for the hot sauces and the reactions or more for the interview? Because he asks such good questions. Like it's <laughs> He a really, really good, does. Shout out to hot ones. <laughs> anyway, so I got that. And then what else? Oh, I got a, um, oh my God, I got a massage gun as well. You know, one of those Ooh. ones that like... Yeah. One of them. Yeah. <laughs> Philip likes that. I, I do. That That's right up my alley. Jenny, yeah. Christmas was special for you. Because mm-hmm. again, once again, again, if anybody's first episode is this particular week, you might have forgotten that Christmas is a doubly special day for Jenny <laughs> because it is Jenny's birthday on Christmas. Yes, a, a very belated but yet still meaningful. Me and David both wished you a happy yes, birthday you did. on the Thank day. You very uh, but, much. but but happy birthday. How was Christmas slash more importantly your birthday? Birthmas Jenny? was great. Birthmas. Yes, it yes. became a it was very sweet this year actually. Um there are some times where it's a hit or miss because you never know what type of holiday schedule I'm going to have. But so many people were so sweet and made it became a whole birthday weekend of surprises at the puppet theater. And my boyfriend was very sweet and he put together a birthday surprise for me with my with our mutual friends. Um, they brought me over to my friend's house. He had made a whole excuse. He's been going over there a lot lately because they live nearby. And he was like, oh, I was just there and I forgot my jacket. We got to go back and grab my jacket. And they went into their house and they had a whole spread of a birthday cake for me and gifts and a birthday lunch. It was very, very sweet. So this wins best birthday gift. You guys know the Nicole Kidman trailers, right? Yes. So I don't know if I told you guys about this. Oh, oh, so oh. so David, the we're going back to the movies AMC Nicole Kidman trailer. Have you seen it, David? You're not familiar with this? Mm, I don't know what you're talking about, no. Oh, okay. Oh, I think that's around the time that David would have stopped going to AMCs. Oh, okay. That's so for funny. to explain to, to David and to those who do not know about this, Nicole Kidman became an ambassador for AMC a couple of years ago, I think. And she recorded these intros that play before every movie of her in this metallic sparkly jumpsuit. And she's all got a fancy updo, Mm -hmm. all glammed out. And she has this speech that she recites and she performs that has become a meme. (laughs) Because it's just kind of this grandeur speech of her being like, we come to the theater to experience life. Oh, you know, heartbreak feels good in a place like this. Like that type of, it's just, it's just funny. It makes a lot of people laugh. I don't, I, I might have seen these. I don't know. Yeah, that, David, it's been, if you have a faint memory of it, imagine living in that thing for years. It's now been years. It's ridiculous. And they're still going? 
still going before every AMC movie. It's it's one thing if it's a short little animation for your local theater. It's quite another when it's Nicole Kidman. Bam after bam after bam. Woo. So the I, I have to explain this because the gift itself was a collaboration that AMC had with Loungefly, the backpack company. They designed a backpack after Nicole Kidman's sparkly jumpsuit. Oh, (laughs) and that's I'm gonna Google this in the leather on the back of the backpack. It has a nice silver straps, and it says "Heartbreak feels good in a place like this." (laughs) That's incredible. It's now my new main bag that I use for everyday use. It's it's amazing. Um, My Christmas to answer your question, Phil, was also wonderful. My parents were very sweet and got me some new shoes. I love to do spin classes for workouts and they got me some special shoes to be able to go do spin class so i don't have to rent shoes every time i go and that's a a huge huge gift so thank you parents thank you matt my boyfriend for the wonderful gifts and to everyone else who was so sweet this weekend i love you all my biggest takeaway from all that jenny is that you don't have to call him your boyfriend. We all know his name is Matt. <laughs> this is the first time I've named him on the podcast. Yeah, not not even I knew that. I know. Actually, I, I no, kid. I did know that. Yeah, yeah, yes, I did. <laughs> but only because I saw it on uh, right. on socials, I yes. think. Mm-hmm. On the socials as we scrubbed. All right, let's move along. <laughs> all righty, folks. It is the end of the year. And we uh, have a tradition here on Roast and Toast where we give out awards, awards to ourselves and (laughs) greater awards to the world beyond the podcast. So we have a few award categories and most of them are repeats from previous years, classics, if you will. And so let's go straight into it. Our first award category, Philip, bring us in. The best new game format that was introduced on the podcast this year. So this year since the episode, we are pleased to be your host, which was uh, episode 95. So from that, from 96 episode up to our current episode, any best new games that were introduced this year. My two nominees for this particular category are... Jenny's game, Mungo, which was adapted from the game Ghost. Of course, this is where me, Jenny, David, and even Gary, yes, a friend of the podcast, came along and we all played a game called Mungo. We all yelled the word Mungo. It was great. It was was wonderful. And then the next uh, nominee that I bring forth is to be or not to be. This is where I brought forth a game where I like every single yes, every single every single word had to be guessed from either David or Jenny, and it had something to do with the letter, sound, or concept of uh. being. <laughs> and uh, uh. and Jenny was was at first quite afeard, and then it turned out to be all right. So those are my two nominees, David. You're not Mine are Repetitive, which w- was one of my games, where I told stories that I had made up, some oddly wholesome, where I repeated certain words, and then two contestants had to choose which word was repeated the most times. 
My second nomination nomination is another one of my games. It's called Quoted Quotables. I, I think it was named by Jenny because I don't remember coming up with the name, but I like the name. And I uh, wrote read off uh, quotes from horror movies, and it was the task of the contestants to fill in a blank in that quote, and then a bonus point if they could name the movie. It was a fun game. Uh, yes, I did. I think I am the one that made up the title of that. So I'm glad you like it, David. We will keep it. Uh, so my two nominations for uh, Best New Game Format are Gotta Go Fast, which is a variation, a podcast-friendly version of Apples to Apples, where a prompt was provided, and we played this with four players, and two players anonymously answered to a prompt uh, sent to the game host, and it was up to the third player to pick which of those two answers were their favorite in order to score the points. And then my other nomination was Quick Picnic. Remind me, gentlemen, who came up with Quick Picnic? I think it was me. It was you, David? Okay, this was a good one, too. I like this yeah. one, where it was, uh, we had, we were given a list of, of items where the answer was the combined thing of those items the, it was like part parts of a whole parts of a whole yeah. okay that's so whatever... that's the easiest way to put it yes i couldn't think of the right phrase for it <laughs> uh but yes that was my uh, second nomination all good contestants and we came together and decided that there was only one winner it was huge laughs and great times had with gary as a guest and that was drum roll <laughs> Manga! Yes, manga! If you haven't listened to that episode, it's called Ghost and Toast. Go check it out. Yes, congratulations, Jenny, because in reality, all this is is just who is the most creative this year. But congratulations, Jenny. <laughs> oh, that was a yeah, the game, we the game concept itself was really, really, really fun. I liked it a lot. Hey, I, thanks, thought, I thought the innovation <laughs> of having of having uh, the first game that we've ever had where a host, whoever's hosting the game, can also participate and play. <gasps> That's was, true. Was uh, really huh? genius, Jenny. Was really was really oh, good. Thanks, so, friends. As far as, as part of the functionality and not just the comedic ability within the game, I thought that that was really, uh, really smart. Thank Jenny. you. So, thank you. Congratulations. I bow to you. Thank you. <laughs> Our next uh, category is Best That Slaps. Uh, every week we bring a that slaps to the to you the audience, and we uh, want to recommend something fun to you. So, uh, f- our nominations: self love. This is a best that slaps that I brought forth by Metro Boomin and Koi Larey. Uh, had to do with the Amazing Spider Man. In one of the verses, honestly, I don't remember which, which I, I can't remember the titles, but I just remember the song, and I have listened to it since. I still love that song. Uh, speaking of songs, my second nominee would be Damage Gets Done by Hosier and Brandy Carlisle. Again, if you remember, I said that that's the rare Hosier song that's actually kind of happy. So <laughs> I it was, it was a shock. Happy life. Yes, yeah, so it was a uh, it was happy a happy Hosier song, at least upbeat, and I still again. Same concept. I enjoyed it then, enjoy it now. So there we go. I picked a song called Shadows, and I originally chose it for that slaps, not just because it's catchy, but because it's by a band called Bear Stronaut. And I thought that that was very cute for our podcast, Bear Stronaut. And then my second nomination is Oppenheimer, which I think is uh, a, it should be the favorite 
to win Best Picture. I don't know if it will, but I think that uh, Christopher Nolan is a genius. I, he's my favorite director, and I seeing this movie, it, it's one of the best movies I've ever seen in my life. So I think it it deserves to be on this list of nominations. My two nominations are for my film. I chose Thanksgiving. It just came out recently. I just saw it recently, so it's very clear in my mind still. But I just remember having a fantastic time watching it. It was just a 100% pure, entertaining film that I think all horror lovers would appreciate. And honestly, I recommend it to anyone because it's a great film and it was innovative. It, It just put Thanksgiving on the map and it checked off the bucket list for horror movies. That's my pitch for best nomination for film. For my song, I chose Cracker Island by the Gorillas. The first part of 2023, this song just took over my radio so much to the point where <laughs> it <laughs> Gorillas ended up being my number three artist on Spotify wrapped because of it. I was listening to this song nonstop. So for that reason alone, Cracker Island is my selection for best that slaps song. And Jenny, nice. me and David will drum you down. Why don't you give the winner here after a quick lip ribbon? After a long debate for best that slaps, we have chosen yeah. Oppenheimer 2023 for best that slaps. Excellent yeah. drum roll, gentlemen. It, thank you. Thank um, you. Not, yeah, perhaps if Barbie had been slapped... Maybe it might have been uh, a yeah. contender in this list as well. But Oppenheimer, I mean, is one half of one of the biggest cinematic events of the century. So, mm-hmm. yes, not a unanimous vote and winner on on our list, but got the majority of the votes, meaning that David and Jenny voted for it. Uh, but <laughs> I, I, yeah, I otherwise, fu- why would you bring <laughs> well, this up? Well, it was <laughs> on my blockbuster draft, so yes, yes, but. Uh, it is certainly, I will say that history will look kindly, I'm sure, on this selection on a Best That Slaps. And I do think it's probably the one that we can all at least say that we all participated in. So, Best That Slaps, absolutely. Jenny, why don't you give our next genre a whirl? Our next category for our awards this year is Worst Episodes. These are the episodes that we look back on and we wonder what the hell happened. <laughs> <laughs> Worst episode for the within the podcast. Yes, within the podcast, so. yes. <laughs> so I chose this episode as Ducked Up. This is the episode where we first explored the let's make a movie concept. And I will admit, while it was fun, we had some good content, I just always thought it was a little bit rough. We were just starting to figure out what the episode was going to be in terms of the pace and the format, how I wanted to approach it. So it was a little rough for me personally. Philip, what did you pick? Or David, either one. <laughs> I picked Thick Raccoons would be my contender for this. This episode, if you don't recall, was where we reviewed Guardians of the Galaxy 3. And the reason why I picked it was because it single-handedly is the reason why we changed and innovated <laughs> for the better. For the better, the movie review episode that we do. I am. I know we've talked about this behind the behind the curtain, but to bring everybody to the front, I think that we're all pleasantly satisfied and, and happy. We're, yeah, with, we're with quite it. enjoying yeah. how we handle it Which, now. Now, back then, yeah. I, I, even upon completion of that episode, we all like guys. We need to have a serious discussion. <laughs> yeah, we we, we were like, this is not working. We are <laughs> we are people with too many opinions to just to just freeball yeah. a, a a movie review. Truth. So yeah, that certainly was not working. 
And uh, and for one last little nugget, it's the only episode that we have that involves a dead otter, which is not cool. Not cool. Yeah. What shall I say? Zero stars. Zero stars. Uh, okay. David. That you can blame the movie, really, Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> 3. Uh, for my nomination, I'm nominating pretty much all of the Am I the Asshole <laughs> episodes <laughs> that we ever did. There's a reason we don't do it anymore. We yeah. were not loving that. No, uh, but, uh, I mean, I specifically chose alcoholism aside. I, there's no real reason why I chose that one. Uh. I just knew it had to be an Am I the Asshole episode. Yeah. So, it doesn't matter. Those ones... Are, are worthy nominations, but they're yeah. not the winner. The yeah. winner is, drum roll please. Thick raccoons. Thick with again, two C's. With two C's, yes. We could have, again, any Am I the Asshole one, but I think that there were still highlights in there. Honestly, you go back to that Thick Raccoons, I would be surprised. if, like, I think there's one highlight. I believe David was saying uh, when he had to make the promo for that particular episode, which, again, I hate <laughs> these because we always like bag on our old episodes. We should be proud of them, and I think we are, but uh, Thick Raccoons, I think, was probably, how do we put it even within our new movie format? The least best. <laughs> uh, okay, for this next one, this is a very prestigious award. Not every award can win this, but we have a lot of contenders. We're going to have to boil it down to six. Guys, the best episode that we produced in the in within the year, the calendar year, may I uh, submit my submissions uh, up front? You have the floor. I'm going to go, my mama always said part three. We brought Jenny... And Rhonda, Jenny's mom, to the to the foray, and we played a couple games. Jenny and Rhonda, I believe, won if memory serves, or was that? Now that I'm now I'm saying it, I'm double thinking it. I'm, nope. It might have been you, nope. David. Yeah, you it was won. you. Yes, yeah, you and my the, mom and the, I won. Yes, the Hoffman team won, but uh, it was a good, good episode. I really enjoyed it. The second best one, or sorry, I, I don't know why I said that. It's the second nominee that I'm putting forth. Keep it 100. Now, this was an episode where we recapped the past one, 99 episodes and how far we've come. And you want to talk about guests. Woo, this was a scheduling nightmare, but we had so many guests to name a very few. Go back and listen to it if you have not. But Tom Mershbach, Jackie Offman, Sam Bravo, Tim Oaks, Nick Davies, Aaron Ford, Gabby Archambault, Jake Corling. Again, so many people. They were all involved. Uh, Keep It 100 is my second nominee. David. My nominees are Atomic Blonde. This was our Barbenheimer review. Uh, I mean, again, one of the most momentous cinematic occasions in my memory. And uh, the Quitter Won't Quitter, uh, which was a Would You episode. I was looking back on our promo videos through our Instagram feed. And that one popped up, one from The Shitter Won't Quitter. And it was a Would You episode, and it was very funny. It was very, very funny. So go check that one out. My two nominations are, uh, I have a little bias in these choices. Because <laughs> these were the two episodes that were recorded when I won the Blockbuster Draft of 2023. <laughs> uh, Medium Baked and Ghost and Toast for two remind everyone which episodes these were specifically medium baked was the episode where i had the boys including gary boucher review one of my favorite horror movies lake mungo 
And then Ghost and Toast was, as you mentioned earlier, uh, the game episode, the part two, where we played Mungo together for the first time. Is is that how you pronounce Gary's last name? No, it's Boucher. Oh, but it's Boucher. You, you, you also... uh, Boucher. <laughs> yeah. Jenny, Jenny made Gary fancy. Uh... <laughs> is he not? Boucher, how dare you, Jenny? Is he not? Yeah. He could be fancy. He's a man of refinement. Ga- Gareth Boucher. <laughs> <laughs> It's official, sure Gary. Love that. <laughs> now we already knew that, though, buddy. Anyway. Yes. yes. Gary Boucher. <laughs> Gary uh, Boucher. Jenny, shall we? And the winner is uh, Keep It One Hundred. Yeah. I mean, how could Goal. it not be? That was our hundredth episode, and we really. We brought the house down. Out. We, yes. Yeah, we did a whole lot of work, put a lot into that one. It was a lot of fun. I even loved the game on that one, and I, it was just a recap. I don't even remember on, what the game was. The game was, oh, that was the, a bunch of... You yes. played clips. Yes, that was fun. That was, that was very, fun game, very it, fun. Yes. Jenny, yes. why don't you do our, our intro, our next category? Our next category is for best podcast guest. This is the category where we nominate... Each of us nominate our favorite guest uh, that we each brought on to the podcast. Can we to go ahead and just said who say who nominated who? Philip has nominated Gary Boucher hyphen Boucher as our best Boucher. guest. <laughs> <laughs> um, David has nominated Igor, and how do you pronounce his last name? Uh, it's it's Yegor. Oh wow! I'm just killing the names today, guys. Wow. Yeah. She's fancifying them all. Yegor. Yeah. It's uh, Yegor Popov. Thank you. Popov. I should have just let you guys say the names. <laughs> I'm not doing great on the names today. Probably. Um, it's all right. You got one more to go. Yep. Yeah, and this one is my guess. This is Shannon Phelps. Yeah. You mean Shannon? Shannon Phelps. <laughs> yes. Phelps. Phelps. Jenny. I will. Why don't you give me a good drum roll, please, while I and I will announce the winner. Mr. Boucher is not only our water boy; he's our best, our best guest. Guys, uh, Gary Just to brought be clear. Yeah, we've had am- amazing guests all year. We oh, have. Yes. That's true. It's, every one of them have been fantastic, and we love you all. Yes, there's a reason why there's no worst guest uh, category. Mostly, honestly, because. We don't really have any nominees to go for that one. Uh, but it's a very tough field for the best guest. Uh, but Gary stood out as he was pivotal to two episodes that we had this year and really brought forth a lot of uh, good reviews and, and critiques uh, for movies and, and everything else. We love having him on every year. Hopefully we can bring him on next year for the for Blockbuster, Blockbuster Review. Yes, Blockbuster Draft and every, everything else again. However, best guest, of course, has to go to Gary. This next uh, genre is one that David brought forth. So, David, why don't you bring this one Yeah, I think into this might our... be new. This might be a yes. new category. Uh, we're giving out an award for best episode title. Best episode title. Our nominees, I'm going to go through them all. Uh, from me, the nominees are Atomic Blonde, our uh, Barbenheimer review. Dildo DeMaio. I think that was a... Was that a would you or no? That was a am I the asshole episode? Yeah, maybe not the best episode, but a great title. But a great title. <laughs> Big gavel energy. That was definitely. I think that was our first am I the asshole episode. Poops and dreams. <laughs> oh, sorry, these are those were Phillips uh, nominations. And from Jenny, we have the prosciutto objection, and incest and Budapest. 
And the winner is... <laughs> Incest in Budapest. We love yeah. rhyming titles. Yeah, we do. Uh, but all of these are fantastic titles. Really fantastic. Incest in Budapest. I want you to find any other title. Like a lot of the times, do you know how many Christmas stars there are on the Hallmark Channel, on Netflix originals, on everything, whenever like those Hallmark movie comes around? Nobody else. I challenge you to find a title named Incest in Budapest. That's an original, baby. That's what we bring you. I would like to mention behind the scenes that it took David and I a very long time to brainstorm it, and it finally clicked. So yeah. bless Incest in Budapest. <laughs> Which is often the case. I mean, I would say the same thing what you said, Philip, about Dildo de Mayo. Yes, that's yeah. the second that's Big second gavel place. energy mm-hmm. and the yeah. prosciutto objection. I mean, all of those are, are definitely This was a tough mentions. one. This probably honestly was our biggest debate prior to the show on, on who to win. This was probably our biggest yeah, uh, debate because there were good, good nominees. Good job, guys. Uh, and last but certainly, certainly not least, Jenny, bring us, bring us home. Give us our last Our category. final category is Roast and Toast Person of the Year. And we've each brought a nomination of who we thought in 2023 was the most iconic person of the year. David's nomination was Brendan Fraser. Give Oh, can we do our own nomination? Oh yeah, go ahead, David. Why'd you yeah. pick Brendan Fraser? Person of the Year for this podcast, it's a very prestigious award. Uh, Nicholas Cage is yet to come and uh, collect his award from last year. Yeah. And Kate McKinnon uh, yet to come pick up her reward for, uh, award from the year before. But uh, th- I'm sure they're going to be here any day now. Look, I, it's the person who brings you joy. You know, the person who has consistently through the year been special. <laughs> and this year, the only person who I look back on throughout the whole year that made me cry in the most beautiful way was Brendan Fraser <laughs> with his performance in The Whale. And I loved it. And, I, and I'm, I'm all here for the Renaissance. And I think he's fantastic. And then he popped up even just for a moment in recent movie Killers, Killers, of, the Killers of the Flower Moon. Yes. And I was like, there he is again. <laughs> I got excited. Uh, so Brendan Fraser is my, is my nominee for Person of the Year. My nomination for Person of the Year is Taylor Swift. Now, I'm just going to go ahead and say right off the bat that I'm not a Swifty at all. But the reason I nominated Taylor Swift was because that lady has been consistently trending, making moves, and doing her thing this entire year. And she has been killing it. She was already an icon for a lot of people, but she is definitely deserving of icon of the year. She is making so much bank. She is leaving such a mark on every person, every place that she goes. And also, she is doing Travis Kelsey a great service by blowing his popularity up too. That is an iconic couple. I'm sorry. You said she, she's doing she's Travis doing Kelsey. And I Travis was like, Kelsey. I was like, and she and is blowing. Probably. And then blowing. And I was like, oh, no, where's this going? You guys went that route. I didn't. <laughs> I think you'll find the audience is with us, Jenny. Yeah. Well, now that you've mentioned it, I am also on that route. Because I'm going to just dust off myself saying proud of myself. Uh, but he's yeah. now just he's deserving of icon status as well because he's a genuinely cool person. I've seen all of his podcast yes. work and his. But we're not talking about him. We're talking about yes. Le Taylor Swift. So Taylor Swift, Le- you're nominated, baby. 
Guys, I don't need to make my argument. You guys made it for me. You said in uh, the words of yourselves, Jenny, you said, killing it, trending, an icon. David, you said somebody who brings you joy. It's special. It makes you cry <laughs> in the most beautiful way. <laughs> I hate oh, my no. nominee... Do not make a this. joke out of this award, Philip. <laughs> my, my, my nominee brings forth all of these as the, only the uh, one of two people to make me cry in the most beautiful way this year. Sydney Sweeney oh my God. is my nominee. And? Now, if we're being 100% honest, one of your two nominees was one of my original nominees had I had I gotten there first, but you beat me to it. So, in lieu of that, I had to go with my, with my personal runner-up. And so Sydney Sweeney is just... Look, somebody who <laughs> somebody who blew up this year, who I think came into prominence this year, I think will have at least a a high high, and and is going to age well in this. Sydney Sweeney uh, is somebody who I thought would uh, would be a fair representation this year, and somebody that we can all get behind and and all yada yada yada. I um I'm just saying I think person of the year Sydney Sweeney, a nominee that we can all just truly enjoy together thank you thank you since uh, my nominee shall not be winning i i can already bow out of this one uh i think it's only fair that uh, i announce the winner so people if you could give me a good drum roll please and the winner is taylor swift congratulations on yet another award feeling 22 <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we all had a had it in our mind a little bit of like, well, it's Taylor Swift, and then who else? It just it felt like the year of the Swift, beyond the the movie, beyond that concert it, itself. It has been the year of the Swift. Yes, beyond the the. And, I've and, listened to and, more Taylor con- Swift music this year than I have any other year of my life, uh, simply because Nicole is a bit of a Swifty. Um, don't know if you know Nicole. She's my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Nicole is your That's girlfriend. Funny. Nicole. <laughs> and but yes, uh, good, great nominee, Jenny Taylor Swift. Uh, again, I think a, a well-deserved person of the year. I think you brought up an excellent point too before we came into the episode, Jenny. On that, I think one other thing about Taylor Swift that, that was not mentioned um, was that I. I think that she will wear this award proudly. I, I would be shocked is. if in the future we will. Yes, I, yeah, already. Yes, mm-hmm. I think that we will. It will be shocked if, if in the future we will need to redact our award because of something that she did that that she is canceled for. Uh, so I think that they will be a good award moving forward. Yeah, that's, I mean that's the biggest thing. Like she's just as big as you could be, and as far as I know, doesn't have any like controversies. You know. Yes. Yes. I would agree. I would Besides agree. switching from being an Eagles fan to a Chiefs fan. <laughs> <laughs> Which David does does hold against her. So well, I don't hold against her. I'm sure Philadelphia does. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. All right. So that's it, guys. That's our awards for this year. We always look forward to yeah, it. Congratulations. Congratulations to the nominees as well as the winners. I, all, mm-hmm. all were deserving. All were deserving. Friendship bracelets for everyone. It's a new mini-segment. I'm very excited about this. Could go one or two ways. It could be up there for worst mini-segment of the year next year and be the only nominee. Or, 
or it could be great. I deserve, we deserve positivity. Let's go. This mini segment is going to be called Hall of Fame. Yes, the Roast and Toast Hall of Fame. This is where we will bring forth to you, the audience, a genre of the Hall of Fame that has not been recognized as of yet. That, yes, we found it in our hearts to bring forth a Hall of Fame all our own that we will enshrine and make it our duty that these specific scenarios, items, people, whatever it may be, are recognized for the proper awardage that they deserve. Yes, awardage is a word. Uh, Hall of Fame. Whoever brings forth and is on the mini-segment will have to bring forth the genre, so I will do that first. How about the Roast and Toast Hall of Fame for worst things to bring up when having a significant other meet your family for the first time during the holidays? Well, my nomination is just a a very specific question. Mm. So... When can we expect grandkids? Yes, that's a good one. Good one. Excellent. David? Uh, my nomination is when introducing your significant other to your family, worst thing to bring up be their gag reflex. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, so... You know, at I, dinner. I'm, at that's, din- I'm not saying literally... <laughs> In a sexual way, I just mean at dinner it could come up, and that's not something. Where else any could it go, though, Dave? Think about. <laughs> I have before me an interesting, interesting dilemma. Just as how Webster's Dictionary this year will have to decide whether or not "bussin" is a word, I will have to decide whether or not "grandkids," which is a stereotypical, it's a fine answer. It's a classic. It, works. it is. It's a. It's a classic. It does deserve to be in. Does the gag reflex, which would be considered a newer entry, deserve to be in? I do think, while it would be shocking if it was met with the taste of, of oh, no, I meant food, grandma, you silly goose. We don't talk about gag reflexes. I think, I think, let's go with the grandkids. Thank I you. I think grandkids are being ushered into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> they are our first ballot Hall of Fame, although, David... A worthy nominee, Seriously, I will admit. I, I give you yes. credit for that. That's a yes. great one. Very creative. Very creative. Grandkids do get enshrined, though. Well, as we approach the end of 2023, the fire is dying, and we must prepare for the year to come. But before we do that, we have some people to thank. Thank you to Cass and Crossland and Jake Corlang for the music you hear on the show. Happy New Year, and we love you guys. Thanks to Ryan Ardell and Josh Hans for a lot of the audio bits you hear throughout the entirety of the show. Thank you to Rudy Chalk for all of your wonderful graphic design work that you get to see on all of our social media. And thank you to you, you sweet, sweet, beautiful listeners. Thanks for tuning in. If you're just whether you're just joining us or if you've been following us since the beginning, we love you guys so, so much. Thank you for continuing to support us, and please continue to do so as we go into 2024, year four, baby. Let's do this. Please continue to follow us, or if you haven't, go ahead and like all of our social media on Instagram, on Facebook, and wherever you can find us. You know the places. You've heard it enough times, you silly gooses. And also find us at all of our streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google. But, oh, you know who will never turn around? Oh, Pandora, just... 
Maybe in your New Year's resolution, Pandora, we can finally come to terms, but if not, screw you, Pandora. I've said it. Well, I thought all the winners were deserving, except, uh, did you see that one guy over there who was really angry about being snubbed? No, I didn't. Who was it? It was that bear over there. <laughs>